Oh, it's doing the thing again. I got this one. Acknowledge me. Yeah, stop after current. That one. Thechairshot.com. You and just made one. the list. And this one. Awesome. I came to. Okay. There's a price to pay. Tough for you to get down on your knees. And of course, this one. Oh, Phoenix! <laughs> hey, yo. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. It's Patrick Down. You straight punk bitch! I mean, you're just gonna replace me. Shut up! Brandon Morales, the biggest slut in the Western Hemisphere! Why do I have to have a buzzer? You are now and will forever be an asshole. Because it's my show. You guys know how to party. You're welcome. What is up? It is a beautiful... Tuesday evening here in Arizona. Patrick Dow, the, the, the sun is finally starting to relent. We are staying in the the 101 to, to 90s area here in Phoenix, oh, Arizona. Congratulations. So so beautiful. So beautiful. It is Tuesday, September 19th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. And it's the Greg DeMarco show. It's a brand new era for the Greg DeMarco show, a new era, new time, new everything. That's right. Just like last week was the end of an era. This week is the start of an era. I have a new laptop. I have a new laptop, which means I only have a handful of sound files for this show because I moved them over beforehand. So I would have what we need and we don't need pre-produced sound when you've got Greg DeMarco and you've got Patrick O'Dowd, who, by the way, you can follow on the Twitter. At Wrestling Realist, you know what it is, but say it with me. It's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. That's right. There's no I in wrestling, but there is one in Realist, and there is one in Patrick. For my best friend, there's one in friend, the Wrestling Realist, Patrick O'Dell. Patrick, I I meant to share this with the group earlier today, but I didn't. Um, This guy, he's called The Real One on Twitter. He's at WWE okay. Real One. People like to, to to shame on this guy all the time. He tweeted a couple days ago at, according to the person who took the screenshot, 3.28 in the morning, WWE is running on nostalgia with The Rock and John Cena. Outside of Roman and the Bloodline and LA Knight, they have nothing else that's compelling. 
Then six hours later at 9.41 a.m., he tweets, Yo, RVD comes back next week on Collision. Uh, yep. Dude, you just... You tell on yourself. And that, my friends, is why we don't care what people on Twitter really think. And why... WWE doesn't care people. I almost said why WWE and AEW don't care people on Twitter think, but I think I'm wrong about AEW. So I think some people care, you know, just the ones in charge, (laughs) just the guy in charge. You know, it's so funny. I made this the other day. I, the comparison that Vince McMahon and Tony Khan aren't really all that different. Man, did that piss people off? Well, of course, because how dare you compare their idol their cocaine-snorting, right. money-blowing idol who's just having fun with his little vanity project. With with He's the- not just having fun, though. He obviously takes it way too seriously. He sat oh, on yeah, a yeah. folding chair on a stage and told people he feared for his life. This is not just fun for him. That's fair. Um, as opposed to, you know, a cold-blooded, ruthless businessman who has only put together the most successful professional wrestling entertainment company in the history of the sport. Yeah, I could see why Vince McMahon fans were offended that you compared him to Tony Khan. I'd be pissed too. uh, There was a question that was asked of Tony Khan that I just saw tonight while I was eating dinner. Someone basically asked Tony like why he addressed the CM Punk firing sitting on the stage and not in the ring. And he said it's because when you're in the ring – you you don't you don't have the ability to look at all the fans. And of course, if you're in an AEW ring and you're looking at the hard cam, you're looking at no fans. We've established that thanks to social media as well, because they're barely drawing twenty five hundred people to, to to dynamite tapings right now. Which I think is what Impact drew for their one thousand taping. I don't know the exact number, but Impact had a great crowd. So he thought sitting on the stage was better because he could because he could look at everybody in the face. And no one asked him about the people who sat between the stage and the ring. Who faced the ring? Yeah, no, no. I mean, because it doesn't. He also said he works a hundred hours a week, which I believe because he has like three jobs. I, I, I these are just things that piqued my interest. I don't even know why I'm talking about them. I really don't. Yeah, because it's. I don't know. It's easy to make fun of. It is unfortunately easy to make fun of, but yeah, go follow me at Greg DeMarco forty four for more of this stupid ass stuff that I'm saying right now. Because it's all things I pointed out on Twitter. And and people either love it or hate it. There is no in-between. I've been getting some credit lately now that The Rock has shown up for people saying, you are the one who's been saying that Roman's going to hold it to WrestleMania 41, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's just people I mean, are really upset over this whole Cody thing, man. They, they are really upset. Over, like, Cody is the guy for so many of these people. Well, and yes. And it's fascinating to me because he he's the guy for them, and they don't realize that this Russell might – oh, you all right over there? Yeah, I was just testing. Did you hear that when I did that? I didn't hear you bopping the mic. Perfect. I wanted to make sure it wasn't getting picked up. Don't don't do that when I'm like looking at you. That's like fuss <laughs> on my head. And I'm like, what what's going on? Can he hear me? What's <laughs> happening here? That's, that's some sorry. Ray Cash level shit, dude. What are you doing? I'm sorry. Anyway. Sorry, Ray. I love you. But, okay. So, these fans. Yes. And, and maybe and maybe it's maybe it's just a generation thing and we're old. 
and have the patience for this eventuality. But it's it's being patient. Like it's gonna be huge. He's going to be crowned. He's going to be anointed. And then he will be the most uninteresting, boring champ that you will turn on right after he wins the title. Because, you know, he's maybe we talked about this last week. What happens after he actually wins the damn thing? Like what 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 happens then? I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about when Cody wins Cody wins the damn thing. It's so funny you talk about how our generation of fans has more patience. We came up in the attitude era when there was no such thing as no, patience. No, we didn't. That's true. You and we, I didn't. We, we came up what is my favorite Oh, of course, yes. It's 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 it's, it's, it's Hogan and Savage. Yeah, I know that. It's and the it mega power. It was a year. It was and a year. That was a short story. That was a short feud. Like that was quick. Well, and I, you know, I like book things that go, I literally have a match this weekend that started in March of last year and it's getting blown off this weekend. Like it's, it's, and and nobody's complaining that that person's been held back for, you know, 15 months, right? Not at all. More than 15 months, 16, 17 months. So like, like I, I just, I know what you want. You want Cody to be the, the, the champ. You want Cody to be the king of the mountain, if you will. And he's not yet. He will be. It'll be okay. It's going to be a great moment. You're going to celebrate it at WrestleMania 41, and you're going to love it. And when he beats Roman Reigns, and he finally beats Roman Reigns, and then doesn't... Okay, so I, I'll say this. You're not worried about that. Uh, about the Cody aftermath. Here's what I predict... Greg and we and you know when we're doing this podcast you know two years from now we look we can look back at this my prediction is Cody's going to win the belt right like like we think at 41 and then he'll go on to have that sort of summer of summer of Cody sort of deal but he won't defend the title against somebody that folks you know like or think is worthy then they're going to say he's title reign was too late, that it was wasted, that uh, he's not a good champion. Why? Like, who could he fight? And it's like they're going to find a reason to be mad about it, Craig. They're going to find a reason to fight with, with, with what their guy does. And it's going to be all the same shit that we've heard every time one of their guys wins. Because whenever one of their guys wins, they immediately feel like they're not being used properly as champion. Even the poster child, toxic personality who had uh, the WWE title for over 400 days was like, they ruined it. They ruined CM Punk. Yep. They couldn't be happy. 400 days. And, and then, and will they be happy? So say Hogan or say Roman gets past four fourteen seventy four, right? Just just say that, that Roman gets past 1474 and then Cody beats him. If Cody doesn't get past 1475, or whatever number Roman gets to, will they be mad? Like, I just don't. And here's the other thing. Because Cody came out the night after WrestleMania 39, no, 38, no, 39, no, shit, 38, when he returned to the company, and told everybody, I'm going to finish the story and win the WWE Championship, which, of course, Roman held because he held everything. Everyone insists that that is the only title Cody can win. 
that he has to win the WWE title from Roman because the World Heavyweight Championship, when Cody Rhodes delivered that promo, wasn't even a glimmer in Triple H's eye at that point. It wasn't. Like, like we had just literally just merged the titles together the night before right. when Roman beat Brock. And and so that was so in everybody else's brain, it can only be that title, and they just assume that Cody can't win the World Heavyweight Championship. I think he can win both at different points in time, anyway. Sure. But the to me, it's like he can only win that. If I I just, if, if if they could just have never said the phrase finish the story. And Cody just said his his he just wanted to win a world title in WWE because his dad never did. Would we even be having this problem? I don't yeah, think we would. We would because he hasn't won a world title of any sort. But I'm saying, like, we wouldn't have the problem because he could win the world heavyweight championship. Right now, yeah, if, if right. WrestleMania 40 ends with Cody Rhodes as world heavyweight champion, whether he wins it there, whether he wins it before there and he defends it there, they will not be happy. Because it's not the WWE Championship, because that's the title Cody referenced in his promo. If he just would have said, my dad was not a world champion in WWE, some people would still be stupid, but more of them would not be stupid. And and we could live with this conversation. But Patrick O'Dowd, the whole reason Cody, in many people's minds, even though this probably wasn't the case, cannot defeat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40 is because Dwayne decided to come back and all of a sudden reignite all this possible energy around Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania 40. So let's go to commercial, come back, and talk about that. By the way, this show is part of the ChairShot Radio Network at thechairshot.com. You can follow along at ChairShot Media. Oh, I forgot that I turned the sound bites down for the head. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And, of course, we're streaming on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, and so many more. Be a friend, tell a friend. Like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review. Be a part of the program because the program is what it's all about. We're going to go to commercial. We're going to come back. We're going to talk to Wayne. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. All right, Patrick O'Dowd. So, this past Friday, not talking about SmackDown yet, on the Pat McAfee show, live from the business field in Boulder, Colorado, on the campus of the University of Colorado, Patrick 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 McAfee welcomed such guests as Dion Sanders, someone else who I can't remember, live on stage, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And invariably, he brought up the possibility of The Rock wrestling Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39, at which point The Rock proceeded to tell everybody that the match was locked in. He literally used the phrase locked in. And what made it worse was that his explanation around why it didn't happen, in all honesty, was 
stupid. It was, we, we just couldn't figure out a way to do something new and different for the fans. And to me, okay. that sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. I don't have the is, bullshit soundbite yeah. yet. Right. Like it sounds to me like it was not really a possibility, but I'm now setting up things for the future. So I've got to give you something. And Word. which did lead to a subsection of people to say that Cody Rhodes cost us the rock versus Roman reigns, which is also a yeah, hilarious man. take um, the other side of the Cody Rhodes coin. But first of all, do you believe that the rock versus Roman reigns was locked in for WrestleMania 39, but because they the rock didn't feel like they were doing something new and different, never been done before that they just decided to table it for the future after the merger. He said the merger was part of the, dis- the discussion. And we're talking about before WrestleMania 39 at this point was when the merger w- was part of the discussion. Like we're talking before the rumble w- was, was when the rock and WWE decided there's going to be a merger. And, and so, so we can't do this. Thoughts. Hmm. This is where bullshit. you speak. Okay. I know. It's bullshit. You were thinking. It is bullshit. I was pausing I for effect. Gotcha. Okay. I'm sorry. Am I not allowed, am I not allowed to pause for effect? Am I it's not allowed quite, to have was, my gimmicks? It was quite the effect you were trying to put out there. Thank you. By the way, I do The kind of effect that makes people think they're... they might send your way. It's not the bullshit soundbite, but it's a bullshit okay. soundbite. Um, I can, I can no, do that. No, of fine. course not. Come on. No. There was never... It, it was never in... The plans. This is uh this is the rock working the audience. This is the rock, you know. Yeah, he, he just he said he said some things that people might sort of find plausible, almost kind of not really, and they'll believe it because they want to believe it. So there you go. Because so many people were talking about the rock and Roman at WrestleMania 39, even though the company never at any point in time gave the indication that that was what was going to happen. Can I read you a, a, a headline? Sure. Not a headline, but a snippet. This is what someone used on the post where they shared the headline. Here are some details about what Vince McMahon and WWE's team said to their staff that didn't get fired. Well, hold like, on a sec. So we, we are completely changing the subject. We've moved on. I, I just saw this and wanted to tell you, and we're going to go back okay. to the rock. Don't so, worry. so who, who, where is this? This is on, it's on Facebook. It's somebody sharing his own article. Um, the article headline is more details in WWE staff meeting, Vince McMahon calling Ari Emanuel, his boss. But the person in the post where they shared it said, here are some details about what Vince McMahon and WWE's team said to their staff that didn't get fired. And that's something that bothers me going back to Friday. Everybody keeps talking about how many people WWE fired. And it tells me that they've never had a real job. They've never worked in a real organization, a real business who've been through lay these things called layoffs. Now, I once worked for an organization that did layoffs and actually called it, they called the layoff meeting a termination meeting and the letter actually said letter of termination, even though it was a layoff. So I get it. Even companies don't understand this, but like these people didn't get fired. Fired, it it, it basically suggests that someone did something wrong to get fired. They got laid off. It's different. The company went to a different direction. The number of people who suddenly gave a shit about Dana Warrior 
I thought she was already gone. I right. thought I she was let go in the, the in, in the COVID know, stuff. People posting like Dana Warrior lost her job. Oh, oh no, she did. She like, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. It's like how they like, suddenly care about certain wrestlers when they get released, right? Like, and, and can you name one of the other you know hundred people that got laid off? Anyone? Anywhere? There was a Jamie somebody who was like the CFO. Like, like there were some high ranking people. Uh, everybody right. who I know the, of that the, got the laid off where, where made sense. The, the, posi- the position redundancies. Exactly. The, posi- the position redundancies. Cause that's what you do when you merge companies is that there's when, when I worked, I worked for a company in 2020. Well, I worked there for two years, almost to the day. And they got bought out during COVID. They got bought out at the end of 2020 and they laid off about, you know, 25% of the workforce and all but three managers. And you know why they laid off all but three managers? Because they already had their own managers. I was one of those managers that got laid off. I got I mean, people might remember I was diagnosed with COVID and like 10 days later, or not COVID, I was diagnosed with leukemia and like 10 days later got laid off from a job. It happens. But it ain't the first time I've gotten laid off. I won't say it won't be the last because I kind of hope it is. But well, it wasn't the last because then it happened again later. But I mean, what I'm just saying is is no one ever said these people got fired like because you're not getting right. fired. It's it's unfair to the the people who you claim to care about when you keep referring to WWE fired all these people because that's not right. what it is. Anyway, going back to the thing about Dwayne, I, I agree with you 100%. I think that I don't think that WrestleMania 39 was ever a lock. I don't think the landscape was so much different back when it would have been a lock. And The Rock was right. pretty much saying all along he wasn't coming back. There was no tease. There was no anything. The Cody thing was in place. That made perfect sense. It, everything they did made perfect sense in you know hindsight being 2020. The only thing that didn't make perfect perfect sense was not having Austin Theory cash in a Clash of the Castle, having McIntyre pin him and splitting the titles that way because you can only cash in on right. one title. Then we wouldn't be having most of this discussion anyway because then the, the Raw Championship, the WWE Championship would live on, on Raw and Cody could go after it and he could finish the story and everybody would be happy. I do need, I am going to get a finish the story soundbite, by the way. You should. I must. I must. Um, I believe in you. I believe in me too, but I appreciate that. So let's fast forward to, to present day because we both believe that, that what The Rock was saying about WrestleMania 39 was complete and utter bullshit. Let's talk about WrestleMania 40. Because The Rock brought 40 up. Pat McAfee didn't bring 40 up. The Rock brought 40 up. Do you think that's the direction we're headed in? I mean, you don't say it unless, unless there's something to it, right? Even if it's not maybe a total lock yet, because you never know. But you don't say it if you're not going to do it. Or Dwayne could be saying it for seriously considering doing it. I mean, Dwayne could just be saying it to to get a rise out of McAfee and for the people that were there. I mean, Dwayne Dwayne works the people. He loves the people. He does all that. Right. I I don't. I don't know. Where'd you go, by the way? I I I literally see like a third of your face. Oh, sorry. I have an itch. Okay. Scratch your itch. Scratch your itch. I thought this was your new permanent location. No, 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 no. I just uh, had an itch. Anyway, this is great podcasting this week, by the way. I love this week's episode. I don't know what you're talking about. So, it's the best episode so in the history of our here's, here's the thing. 
Yeah, I, I just, I don't think, yes, he's good at working an audience. He's also, he's good at working an audience. So that's the other side of it is like part, you, you, you start laying the, that foundation of those seeds. Now it's September, it's mid-September. Now you can start to realistically start talking about that, that path and that road to April. Because that's what that's what we do. We start to speculate it all the time. Like we're working our way to the Royal Rumble. And we start speculating about who's gonna win that. So yeah, I I think that I would err on the side of it's it's a very real possibility. And it's cause I, I don't necessarily think he brings it up that way on the Pat McAfee show, which is such a public nationally televised or yeah, nationally televised imprint. Like that is a like everybody knows who Pat McAfee is. Everybody knows about his show. Lots of especially wrestling fans listen to that show. And I just I think there there's intentionality there. There's always intentionality when something like that happens on the Pat McAfee show. Right. I go back to the example I used. Adam Cole went there during COVID because he was visiting family in the area, Britt Baker's family, because Pittsburgh, not that far from where McAfee's show is. Randomly shows up for an interview, ends up, cause, you know, giving a big fuck you, fuck you to Pat McAfee, knocking over a mic stand, pushing one of McAfee's friends. Next thing you know, McAfee's wrestling him in NXT, and then they're doing war games. And then Pat McAfee is a commentator for WWE, has a match at WrestleMania, has a match at SummerSlam, shows up at this year's WrestleMania, shows up at the Royal Rumble, like all this other stuff. McAfee is still obviously in the WWE fold. Now he's got the platform of ESPN. Of course this happened for a reason. Of course they know what they're doing. It all happens right after the merger. You got to think they want the first WrestleMania under the TKO umbrella to be... No offense to Cody, but like if you're Endeavor, do you want Roman versus Cody or do you want Roman versus The Rock? Like, like, come on. It's not even, I'm not even asking as a question. Like, that's right. the most rhetorical question in the history of rhetorical questions. Of course they want Roman versus The Rock. Absolutely. And and they'll probably and and when The Rock was saying things like, you know, what can we do bigger? What can we do whatever? What I think what The Rock is really saying is I want more I I want to get paid like I'm doing a movie. Right. Is what I think The Rock wants. Now we're talking about twenty million dollars. And I think he wants seven bucks productions as a production company to be involved in the whole thing. Of course. Which Why means not? which means I'm assuming things like Maybe they're going to do a show on Peacock about this, like like documentary style. Maybe they're going to, you know, produce scripted television around the relationship between the two and and do kind of like a tribal chief issue and, and mafia style. Who knows what? But like, you know, almost Lucha Underground-esque. Like when the, when the Rock's saying things like this, it makes me think he wants more of his people, more of his company to be involved. And that's not a WWE thing in the past. WWE doesn't even like to deal with agents that wrestlers have in the past. Vince hated agents. I always want to deal with, with the talent. Now he goes to work for a company that literally employs agents. So that part of the landscape definitely shifts 
in, in a major way. So I do think the merger has a lot to do with the fact that the rock is suddenly back. I really, really do. That's the other question then too. So we're not thinking that the rock showing up on SmackDown, that he was in Colorado for game day, that he then goes to SmackDown. He does game day the next day. Wasn't purely coincidental in that we will actually see more of the rock. That's a yeah. question. Okay. Yeah. I but more of the rock is really subjective. Like right. I agree. How much is how how much would you say more? What do you mean by more? Like once a month, once every couple months. It's a good pops question. Up around pops up around Survivor Series. Pops up around you know the big ones. Like does a SmackDown or two. Like what's that mean? I think it's more and more of the rock so that we can build WrestleMania 40. That's what I so think. So then, then, then you're looking at January, February. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And maybe some I, other I mean, points along reasonable. the way. Cause here's the thing. Yes, there, uh, there is the, the, the right to strike in, in Hollywood and the rock actually did a great job explaining why you have to participate in it. If, if you're an actor, act, like, like you just have to. And, and I thought he did an amazing job. Obviously, he's very political. That's why he's going to be president someday. But um, he did a fantastic job explaining all of that. But I think that it, it's – look, Cena's back. And then Dave Batista recently said, if they called me, I'd be interested because he ain't got nothing to do. The Rock has right. more to do than these people. He's got a football right. league he's running. He's got his energy drink brand. He's got his clothing brand. He's got his, his – uh, Tequila I mean, brand, is, which is he just is a brand. He just is, like, exactly. He's he got himself like he's level light years ahead of of the most legendary figures in the business. The Rock is light years ahead of them in terms of the the general population of the world. Um, John right. Cena is never gonna, actually John Cena probably could run for president, but the 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 Rock is is the one who could be president someday. But. So, so he's not, it's not like he has to do this, whereas Batista would love to do this and Cena's doing this and, and all of that. But, but the rock's coming back for a lot of different reasons. So I think that let me pose to you one of my favorite suggestions that, that I'm seeing from the internet. We joked about fantasy booking off air and, and the problems that how much I love fantasy booking, but my fantasy booking has to be real. I understand the, the, the conflict and what I'm saying. I completely do, but. A lot of people are suggesting there was the three-way, the triple threat suggestion of Cody Rhodes, The Rock, and Roman Reigns, which we won't go into. The other suggestion that I'm seeing is Roman versus The Rock on night one, where Roman beats The Rock on night one, and then Roman loses to Cody on night two. They really want Cody in in that night, huh? <laughs> That's, yes. In what world do we think that The Rock would be okay with this. That The Rock would be okay losing on night one and then having the guy who beat him losing on night two. Like, if The Rock's going to lose at WrestleMania, he's going to lose to the it's person that matter. is standing tall at the end of the event. Yeah, it's got to matter. You can't... It's basically it... everyone trying to shoehorn Cody winning. The, what they're, they're, right. I think they have good intentions. They're, they're trying to say, let me satisfy the WWE's desire of having the Rock at WrestleMania, and let me satisfy my desire of having Cody leave WrestleMania as champion. 
Can, can we just can we just recognize that all of these quote unquote solutions that shoot as you said shoehorn Cody into a main event or the main event of WrestleMania is literally the definition of shoving him down our throats. It's not literally. shoving someone down our throats when we want him though. No, no, it's it is shoving is, them yeah. down the throat. You just is. want to unlock the jaw a little bit for that big sweet Cody Rhodes championship cock like that's what you're doing is you want to loosen the job and relax your throat and cup the balls a little bit for the cody rhodes championship win it's the exact same shit i really want to make that the title of this episode but i can't and and that's the thing is if 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 we reverse the role so Cody's been champion forever. One, you hate him because he's been champion forever. You're tired of him because you have the nanosecond attention span that just doesn't make you satisfied with anything being built and mattering over time. You're, you're then pissed because Roman Reigns is getting shoehorned into your beloved main event scene when he's not really in a place to be there. And that's the thing right now. Cody's not in a place to be there. He has things going on. He's not sitting around just doing nothing. Like he's got people bugging right, him. Right now he kind of is. Cody ain't got shit going well, on. Well, okay, fine. Um, but do you want him in that story? No. I. And, and how does he come off if he gets in that story? Like, what in what way does Cody Rhodes interjecting himself in a rock Roman program look good on Cody? Like to where you're well, like, that's to my who? guy. Because it looks good on Cody to the internet fan. But okay, so the 15 people who care about that, okay, they're happy. The the rest, the, the bigger slice of the pie. The they would be like, it. so the, the casual fans that this is going to attract and, and the crossover UFC fan base, who a lot of people are saying isn't going to come, but I actually believe they will capture some of those people. I really do. Yeah. And I think they'll capture some WWE fans into, into the UFC space. I, I truly think that's going to happen. Um, they would tune into this and then it would be time for the rock and Roman reigns and Cody would come out. And those people would really be like, what is this man doing in this match? That's that's what they would be saying. Like they would not. Right. It, the Rock versus guy? Roman Reigns is a movie poster. I know we just had that theme for WrestleMania 39, but that is literally a movie poster. Cody Rhodes right. versus The Rock is a WrestleMania poster. A WrestleMania poster sounds amazing. A WrestleMania. We, I was showing you wrestling posters before we went on the air. Right. But a movie poster is better than a WrestleMania poster. And The Rock versus Roman Reigns is a movie poster. It really is. And here's the other thing. It ain't like Cody would be sitting in the locker room with Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania 39. Like, he would have something to do. They have shoehorned Cody into many things that he doesn't need to be in. Money in the bank, example number one. Right. There was no reason for Cody to show up at Payback simply to announce that Jay Uso was coming to Raw. Like, they have shoehorned Cody into so much stuff. They are literally shoving Cody Rhodes down our throat, like you said earlier. They are doing that with Cody Rhodes right now, and people don't even realize it. 
Or they just and love yet. it, so they're like, thank you, sir, may I have another? Over and over again, because it's right. Cody F. Rhodes. Is it? Is it the theme song? It's the theme song. They just like to sing with the theme song. They lie. They're they're still singing singing Nakamura's theme song, and he's a heel. They they love singing. True. Yeah. We love sing alongs. We can thank The Rock for that too. Sing along with The Rock. Yep. But that, it, it's a good song. I like the song. I love that Cody took all of his branding with him from AEW to WWE. I love all of I love Cody. I want Cody to be the one who beats The Rock. No, who beats Roman. I want that to happen. I wanted it to happen since before WrestleMania 39. I just know when the right time would be in the general landscape. And that that's the only difference between me and all these other fans. I want Cody to be the one. I just want it to happen after he beats Hogan's streak or beats Hogan's first reign. And I believe that's when it's going to happen because WWE loves chasing history and they want to get Roman on the Mount Rushmore. And that's how you do it. But I still think Cody's the guy after that. I do. And, and there's nothing wrong with the world heavyweight championship. In fact, Cody, that would be a feather in his cap if he helps establish and elevate that title. Right. And Cody, we're all good things. Is it, be, is it because we've is it because we've seen Cody Rollins before? Because I'm assuming it would be Rollins. I don't know. Right so, now. in in my fantasy booking world, this is pre Rock. Cody would beat right. Rollins before the end of this year. Rollins yeah. would win the Rumble, go on to face Roman at WrestleMania, and then Cody would have his opponent that he defends against. Mm, I see. Well, that's all changed now. Cody could still win it before then. I would love, yeah, but, but like the, I would the, love for Shinsuke Nakamura to win the the World Heavyweight Championship, hold it through WrestleMania, and defend against Cody. I'd love for Gunther to to have that title and defending it. The problem with Gunther is that I believe Cody's got to leave as champion, whether he he wins it at WrestleMania 40 or whether he right. wins it before WrestleMania 40 and shows up and as champion is World Heavyweight Champion. People. I do believe that that Cody should do that. I think that's what's best for for business, to bring up that old phrase. But and, and Gunther to me is a bad example because I wouldn't want Gunther to to win it and lose it so quickly, even right. though it wouldn't necessarily I also, be I also just, all that quickly. I, here, I just also just don't want Gunther to lose. Period. Well, he already lost. Is by count out, but he lost. No, no, you know what I mean by lose. You know what I mean by lose. So don't don't be that guy. He's going on a monster run with the Intercontinental Championship. Which I mean, he's he's is already, a great he's beating, title. He's beating the Hockey Talk man. He he's now he's just now he's just adding days. And and why not let him continue to go on that monster run and hold it over two different WrestleManias? Like they love long title reigns now. It, it's literally the thing that people wanted. Now they have right. it. and They don't want it. Because it's the age old well, story. About this. Yeah. I want this. I want this. Not like I'm talking that. about it for ten years. Um, and 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 that's the other issue. So people are like, okay, Rock versus Roman night one, Roman versus Cody night two. These are the same people who a year ago would complain because we've gone two straight WrestleManias without women in the main event, and now they're putting yep. main men in the main event of both nights. Newsflash. Becky Lynch versus Rhea Ripley is going to main event night one of WrestleMania 40 because <laughs> they're not going to go a third year without women in the main event. Right, right, right. They just can't. They did it, you know, when, when they did it 
at WrestleMania 36, 37. It was a huge, huge deal. And, and it was an even bigger deal than 35, I think, because 35, they told us all along the way. 37, yeah, like coming. they told us that morning that Sasha and Bianca right. Belair were going to main event the, 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 the night one of WrestleMania. I hey, really, can I, can I truly just, think that's going to Sorry, I, I want to I go backwards a second. With, yeah, of course. Back to that fantasy booking scenario. The, uh, the, the, the two-match scenario that was described before, uh, if it were to happen – it would be booked where Cody would lose to Roman night one to then take on the rock night two. Like that's what would happen. In my opinion. Say it again. That's the other thing that Cody, like Cody would lose to Roman night one. Roman would retain and then take on the rock to lose to the, you know, to beat the rock night two. And you just make, Roman a god like that poor Cody at that point like why would you do that right to Cody Rhodes right why would you do that to Cody Rhodes no in the fantasy booking scenario they have the rock wrestling on night one of Wrestlemania like that's a thing right again also not happening like no and 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 here's the thing Mr. Just for Fun whoever like you know whoever puts that out there like where like I don't understand how it's fun in in the sense of like if you were putting you like you talked about again sorry this is bad podcasting and, and you you always acknowledge it we, we talk about things that we talked about off air it's okay. we talked about this off air in sort of part of the conversation with your like I hate fantasy booking and the and the idea that it and you hate it in the sense of you have to you want to fantasy book something that is that that could actually happen that's real. Um, and the second you say anything where the rock isn't closing a show, quote unquote, closing a show, right? You, you've lost, like you're done. Like you've lost all credibility. You don't bring the rock in to wrap up the first night of, of the show. Like you just no. don't No. And remember in, in this case, we're using the phrase closing the show as if all of WrestleMania 40 was one big show. Because it kind of is. Right. Because, right. I mean, we not. haven't entered this category yet, but let's be honest. Main Eventing Night 2 is a bigger deal than Main Eventing Night 1. Like, we haven't right. gone down this road yet because the internet hasn't taken us down it. They eventually will. Maybe this time. If Cody Main Events Night 1 or Roman Main Events Night 2 against The Rock, gonna people call, are going to be like, they're, they're Cody got short they, they, they could do Cody Rhodes versus CM Punk in the main event of Night 1 WrestleMania. People are like, well, it wasn't Night 2. Like that's that's right. coming. It's coming. Oh God, I don't even want to think about it. <sighs> These idiots. But you know it's coming. You really do. It is. All right. So, what do I want to get back to? I can't even remember now. I don't know we didn't even talk. Yeah, you know, we didn't even talk about John Cena and his returning vault spot. Um, <laughs> dude, man, I I'm happy he's comfortable with his look. But damn, dude, I want him to go talk to Sean and get some of those sweet sweet hair plugs. Like. Do something. I I agree with you. Take it all off or cover it up. And the thing is, it's not like he needs it right now for Hollywood. No. And he even got it cut. Like you could tell he got the sides and everything cut, but he still insists on having the top. I went to 
the football game on on Sunday. Um, the great thing about the Arizona Cardinals sucking is that the tickets are so freaking cheap. Like we had great and, lower and, level and, seats. And you need to watch the Giants do a monumental comeback amidst the That's sea of Giants good. fans in the section that we were in. God, it was so good. Even though my son, the diehard Cardinals fan, he actually loved. It was a great game. When he removes the Cardinals fandom out, he was like, "That was a great game to see live." There was this guy a couple rows up, right on the end of the section next to us. That had like the biggest freaking bald spot. And then with just a little bit combed over the front, I was telling my son, cause my son pointed out to me and I was like, dude, I'd, I'd shave it if that was me. Like even, a, even if it wasn't bald, bald, I would buzz cut the whole thing. Like I just can't deal with that. It's very easy for me to say that as a guy. With right. As, as I keep waiting to see when it really goes, like, cause it's happening, Craig. It's happening. Is it? For the O'Dowd. Oh, yeah. In the back, I'm thinning in the back. Are you? Can you see skin yet? Put your head in front of the camera. Let me see. No, I'm not doing that. Come on. No, we're not. It's not. It, no it, one it, can it, see. It's, it's, um. Someone's self conscious about this. I am. I'm a little self conscious. I understand. You can do the powder, the sprinkle stuff? No. I'll, when it, when the it, Dan when Patrick? It comes time, I'll probably. When it comes time, um. You could. Oh, you know. It. I've been campaigning for you to bring back the goatee for like three years now. Could could so could, I, could it I happen in conjunction? Right? Could you if you have to shave the head, you then could grow the facial hair back? Maybe. I I love that you're so passionate about me having the goatee back. I, I don't know why it bothers you so much, but like I appreciate how much you care about it. Because it's a damn good goatee. It was a good goatee. It is a good no no, it was it is a good goatee. It just isn't here right now. One it's, it's, one it's one, one dropped set of clippers ruined the whole thing. You know how many times you could have grown, shaved it off, and grown it back since then? Oh, plenty. It's been it's been many years. I know. Uh, trust me, I know. I miss it. I oh, miss it's it. okay, Greg. Um, I completely derailed the whole car. Oh, John Cena's bald spot. Yeah, it's bad. It's yes. bad. It's and, very bad. And he should do something about it. But who knows? But the segment was fun. I enjoyed the segment. He was. For what it was. And, and yeah. the John Cena's segment and, and everything. And he's going to team with AJ Styles against his Solo Soko and Jimmy Uso. And the Roman segment with, with Austin Theory and Pat McAfee. Austin Theory, as much as the internet loves to hate him, has now worked with Austin, Vince, Pat McAfee, John Cena, and The Rock. All it in... Really- in WWE situations, most of those being matches. Like people, and someone then said, someone recently said that Austin Theory should leave to go on a Cody Rhodes excursion and then come back a bigger star. Oh, like, Jesus. No, for, no. First of all, he could go to NXT if he really wanted to, but like he's the future whether people want it or not. Austin Theory is, is someday going to be shoved down our throats and we hate it. And we not right. being you and I, because we will realize that how truly talented the guy is. He just, he's like 26. He just hasn't figured it all out yet. It's going to be amazing when he does, especially when he realizes he shouldn't have a beard. You should. He shouldn't. Like, that's just, just. Gotcha. Just we'll, we'll, we'll send him, we'll send him a, a postcard. We'll send him clippers. I guarantee like- you, there are enough snarky people out there. Someone has already sent him clippers. Guarantee you it's happened. Sure. So. All right, you know what we're going to do now? We're going to take a break, and we're going to come back and have some fun with this list idea of mine.
This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Acknowledge me. You just made the list. There we go. I was muted. All right, Patrick O'Dowd. It is time for this week's edition of the list. I've teased it. We're already 47 minutes in the program. This is going to be a much quicker list than usual. Patrick O'Dowd. It's still a fun list and we're still going to enjoy talking about it. Our list of favorite things to drink. Favorite things to drink. Because I don't okay. think you and I have ever done a non-wrestling list. I've done non-wrestling list with Miranda. I've done non-wrestling list with Steve Cook. I've never done a non-wrestling list with you. Favorite things to drink. Okay. You get to go first. I go well, second. Get, we put six get things. Get the in obvious the one out of the way. That's true. Well, I'll st- I'll start with the booze. Though I can't drink the booze as much as I used to. True. Uh, as I had a very not so great uh, diabetes appointment uh, last week. And, and now I have more meds, Greg. Dude, like I'm like a walking pharmacy. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> but it does not change the fact that every now and again, I'm still going to enjoy a nice single malt scotch meat. Preferably a 12-year-old Belvini, because that's what I can afford. There you go. So scotch, the first item that Patrick has added to the list. I, this is coming from a guy who can't even drink alcohol, thanks to his leukemia treatment. Didn't really drink a ton before then, though, so it's okay. There is nothing I love more than a nice, super cold Diet Pepsi. Currently caffeine-free Diet Pepsi, but Diet Pepsi. So, and I'm going to go Diet Pepsi because I don't think, I don't know if the people on air have ever heard this. Because it was a choice of a new generation? It is. It is the choice of a new generation. Although the new generation, WWE, WWF, not not good. But, so, so here's the breakdown just so people understand. If it's in a can, it's Diet Pepsi. If it's in a bottle... It's Diet Pepsi. But if it's from a soda fountain, it's Diet Coke. Like that's how huh. the diet soda works. And and anybody who listen, I'm all for freedom of choice, freedom of opinion, freedom of thought. If you disagree with that breakdown, you are simply wrong. There's just no two ways about it. It is Diet Pepsi in a can, Diet Pepsi in a bottle. Diet Coke from a fountain. At a restaurant, if I see that they have Diet Coke, I am so much more excited than if they have Diet Pepsi. There's something about Diet Pepsi from a fountain that just doesn't doesn't do it for me whatsoever. So, Fair. Yes. And when you're on treatment, that can cause high blood pressure. Yep, you got to drink decaf. So, yep, decaffeinated well, beverages. For I, uh, I thankfully do not have to drink decaf. Uh, of all the vices that I've had to give up, Caffeinated beverages is not one of them. Now, I can't drink soda. Probably one of the biggest things that dropped my blood sugar was when I stopped drinking soda entirely. And, and believe me, kids, your your Uncle Patrick used to drink a lot of soda in his day. Uh, I knew I had a problem. And, and not and, the diet version either. No, no. No, the Pepsi throwback. 
with its with its old school real sugar, not that high fructose corn syrup business. <laughs> and one day the grocery store had a six six packs for like ten dollars thing. Or no, it was like um sorry, it was twelve packs. It was four twelve packs for like something. And yep. Mrs. O'Dowd bought four twelve packs of Pepsi throwback. And not a one of those cans was for anybody in the house other than Patrick O'Dowd. That's a problem. But what I could keep drinking and what I still drink to this day every morning, every day, without fail, at least, and Greg, this is probably a lot, at least 64 ounces black coffee. 64 ounces. Now, that sounds like a lot. It's really four cups over the course of a morning. Those are big cups. Those are 16-ounce cups. When I'm I'm home, I Which actually, uh, in technical terms, is eight cups. Let's let's be honest. Yeah. It fits four four cups when I pour them. Whatever I put it in, (laughs) it's fine. Four cups. Counts four cups. Do you bring this to work with you, or is this literally all before you even go to work? No, it's it's over the course of the morning. So what I do, my my routine uh, in the morning commute is uh, I have this awesome Yeti um, uh, 32 ounce right uh, cup, and I take it to uh, Speedway, where okay. I get two cups of caffeinated regular caffeinated coffee because uh, that's you know I fill that thing with uh, I fill that 32 ouncer. Uh, with de- uh, with regular coffee, and then after I finish that, I grab another thirty two ounces of decaf at the uh, one of the like university grab and goes where they do coffee in the morning. So it's thirty two ounces leaded, thirty two ounces unleaded during the week, and uh, on the weekends, I just, I fire up a full pot of coffee and drink that until it's gone. Usually around one o'clock. Okay. Because I'm basically at this point Wilford Brimley with my black coffee and oatmeal <laughs> and diabetes. <laughs> diabetes. This is amazing. All right. Black coffee, the third item on the list. I am going to go the fourth item on the list. Overall, for me, my second item I'm putting on the list is something that I rarely get nowadays. And it's something that maybe isn't even a drink, but technically it has a straw in it. So I am going to count it, but despite the fact that I've been on this earth for more than 40 years and I'm a grown ass adult, you put a chocolate shake in my hand and I am very happy and I am very excited. So I am going favorite chocolate shake of the moment, by the way, belongs to no surprise to you in and out burger and in and out burger chocolate shake. is just such an overrated place. Shut up. It is fine. We're going to do burger. We're going to do fast food burgers at some point on this show. We're going to start this whole trend now of us doing lists that aren't wrestling. The list is going to be food. Food, drinks, products. I really really want to do next week's wrestling list. We will. Next week's wrestling list. Bad bad wrestling names will be next week. That's fine. Yes. I'm I'm excited about that one. Um, Okay. So what what do I do here? Do I do something that I currently drink? Consistently, or do I do? I, you know what, I am going to do the all-time favorite. Yeah, do the all-time. Favorite. Like in terms of, because uh, you named sodas, and, and I said Pepsi Throwback was was my fad at the time that I right, right before I got diagnosed and kind of quit. But that's not my favorite soda of all time. Uh, Greg, do you happen to know my favorite soda of all time? If I recall correctly. 
because we've been through a lot. It's been a lot of years. I do believe it would be, I don't know if it has to be in the morning, but I do believe it would be the dew that you find off of a mountain. You're not right. You're wrong. Craig, I'm, you're wrong. Damn. Wrong, I'm a horrible friend. Wrong, wrong. No, you're not a horrible friend. No, D, uh, D&D was the only reason I drank Mountain Dew because everybody drank Mountain Dew. Okay. Uh, Trey Coke. Trey Coke is my ah. favorite uh, favorite drink of all time. And not just like the cherry Coke that you would buy at the grocery store, but you talked about chocolate shakes. You go to an old school soda fountain place where they do a fountain cherry Coke where they put the cherry syrup yeah. in the cherry, in the Coke. That is the shit. Uh, and one of my favorite mixed drinks of all time isn't even really a mixed drink, but it was uh, rum and Coke. But the rum was Sailor Jerry's rum. Sailor Jerry's rum is a cherry flavored rum, and so it was cherry rum and cokes. Awesome. There you go. But for this, cherry coke. Cherry coke is my my final choice. And Patrick O'Dowd, for the sake of time, I am going to go with a, a current very important beverage in my life. Oh dear. Nothing like some good old H two O. I am going to put water. Because just as a public service announcement to everybody listening, water is still the most important beverage. See, exactly. This is this is sparkling water, but I will hold it in front of the thing. Water is still the most important beverage we can drink. I will put water on the list. So let's do this. Gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. The clock is ticking, and we're in the clear. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. All right, Patrick O'Dowd, we have our items on the list. Scotch, Diet Pepsi, Black Coffee, Chocolate Shake, Cherry Coke, and Water. We're now going to put them in order because this was my list and I went and you went first putting them on the list. I get to go first putting them in order. I am not going to put Diet Pepsi first on the list, even though I should. And maybe it's just not even recency bias, but right now bias. I could sure as hell go for one of those chocolate shakes from in and out uh, So I am going to put chocolate shake number one on the list. You get to do number two. It's scotch. <laughs> there you go. Scotch, scotch, scotch. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. scotch number three, scotch. I am now going to go with a Diet Pepsi. Funny story. I almost put water on the list when I had a turn. Yeah. Because that's all I drink anymore. You're I a grown drink ass water man. and yeah. black coffee. Like that's what I drink. Uh, so we're going to put water. Surprising. Next. I know. It's a, it was a dark horse. You are now <laughs> leaving me to pick between. Bla- no. You are oh. now leaving me to pick between black coffee and cherry Coke. Hell yeah. yeah. Which are two things that I would never drink. Exactly. So I now have Do to put all. myself in the position of I am really thirsty. Uh, like 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 just did one of my eight to ten miles Saturdays or Sundays thirsty. And the only things in front of me are black coffee and cherry <laughs> oh, coke. Gross. And I gotta pick one to drink. And in that situation, I am only picking the cherry coke because given the choice in any situation, I would go with the colder beverage. 
and I know iced coffee is a thing, but I don't believe black coffee is, is iced coffee. I am going to go with cherry Coke at number five. And knowing what you know about me, yes. I, I, I'm an old man yells at cloud. You don't put ice in your motherfucking coffee, you little <laughs> bitches. Which means you definitely you don't put a bunch of ice out. in there and blend it up in a blender with milk and, and whipped cream and all the other stuff either. No, that's for not you. coffee. That's a Werther's original that you haven't, you know, just put in the mold yet and hardened. Or well, it's basically like, a milkshake. It's disgusting. Coffee flavored milkshake. Fraps. Like, like <laughs> if I get anything from a Starbucks, that's what it is. Like, I'm the. It's so funny when I go to a Starbucks because they're. I think they're a little confused when I'm like, "Can I just get a venti Pike's Place? No room." They have. They're those. like. They do. They're. They're like really. You just, you just want the coffee? Well, because you say it that way when most people just say black coffee. Well, I mean, I'm going to follow their rules. Because like you go up there it. and you order with your $400 glasses and say, I need a venti, Pike's Place, no room. Whereas most people just say. That's what their sizing is, even though I should be able to say I want a large. But I, you make fun of my $400 glasses. I get my coffee at Speedway, Greg. That's it true. You got to save money somewhere to afford the glasses. So I understand. It costs a dollar six because that's a fucking bargain, no matter what size you get. Do you pay cash? I don't because uh, I nobody carries cash anymore. Like even I can't carry cash. Like don't. Carry I have cash. some. I have in the door of my car and like the little door handle thing. I literally have it. It's pretty much filled to the top of quarters, nickels, dimes, and pennies that I try to get rid of whenever I can. Um, I need to. So, all right. So, list. congratulations to all. You just made the list. At number one, we have the chocolate shake. Number two is scotch. Number three is diet Pepsi. Number four is water. Number five is cherry Coke. And number six is black coffee. Congratulations to all. You just made the list. And that, my friends, is going to do it for this week's edition of the Greg DeMar, the historic first edition on the new laptop. And we basically called a lot of people stupid. Talked about Dwayne, Cody, and Roman. And put in order a list of drinks on this week's edition of the Greg DeMarco Show. That is amazing. Next week, the world of wrestling will give us some more. And we've got a really fun list planned with Patrick O'Dowd's bad wrestling names. Looking forward to it. But we're not there yet. We're here this week. So until then, go follow Patrick O'Dowd at Wrestling Realist. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Go follow me. At Greg DeMarco 44. The website's at Chairshot Media. That's for the Chairshot.com, your home for sports, for entertainment, and for sports entertainment. Also, the home of all things Chairshot Radio Network, right here. The Chairshot.com. The Chairshot.com. Always use your head. Ooh, look at one started to play. One started to play, and I had to stop it. That's it. We're done. Patrick O'Dowd right, with the man. diabetes. Greg DeMarco with the leukemia. We all have our issues. We'll see you guys next time. A little less conversation, a little more action, please. All this aggravation ain't satisfaction in me. A little more bite, a little less bark, a little less fight, a little... You think it's lost on anybody that we end a podcast by 
playing a song that says less talk? I don't know. I mean, that that was your that was your outro usually for when yeah. you would do your like on the roads with Greg DeMarco uh-huh. stuff or your solo shit. Yeah. Uh, I was actually mildly surprised to hear you play it. But yeah, I've noticed that. Yeah, a little talk, a little more action. Um or whatever the words are. It, yeah, you got it right. You got it right. It's a little, little, little ironic. It is a little ironic. It's very yeah. Ocean's Eleven, which is why it's on there. Yeah, I'm gonna stop the recording. I'm gonna stop the recording now. People are still hearing this part of the conversation. Oh yeah. Good. I had no idea. Good night, everybody. You just made the list.